0: This Local Puck Talk episode of Chirpin' DMV is brought to you by Healing Hydration. Healing Hydration is a new company now open in Annapolis. They specialize in IV hydrations, which allow for 100% absorption of fluids for pre- and post-workouts, hangovers, like if you went to the Defenders game and were part of that awesome cup snake chugging beers, or even for travel. Healing Hydration can give you an IV with vitamins and nutrients to replenish your body and leave you with healthy, glowing skin. They've started booking appointments now, so go check them out and use code CHIRPIN. Again, that's code CHIRPIN for 10% off your first visit. (laughs) What it do, DMV. It is episode 43 of Chirpin' DMV. It is playoff season it is upon us it is the week where all things start tonight we have four games across the mid-atlantic prep hockey league the entire quarterfinal slate so let's just start with that shall we so number one st john's versus number eight spalding st john's eight one and one spalding two four and four check the blog for in-depth details guys we're putting up previews this week Um, so let's get started season head-to-head st john's won both games five to two uh, the first one being an MAPHL game, second one being a purple puck. Uh, next game up, Georgetown Prep versus Gonzaga. Georgetown Prep seven two and one, Gonzaga five five and zero. Oh. Uh, season head to head, Gonzaga won the first one four to two in a non league game, and then Georgetown Prep won the actual league game three to two. Uh, so season split there, two very good games. It's wild, kind of two seven matchup as we stated. I mean, it's the Gonzaga team that's won three straight championships and looking for a fourth, but you know are finding themselves in that seven seed where it's – they're five and 5-5, five, but it's a team that's been there. They've done that. It's a loaded team with some good goal scorers and a team that just made it. They beat St. John's uh, to go to that WCAC championship game, ultimately fell to the math, but, I mean, they made it there. They pushed out number one St. John's. It's a big win for them. So, you know, <laughs> who the hell knows what's going to happen in this game? That's tonight – or today, 3 o'clock, Cabin John. That first game, St. John's, as we just mentioned, digressing back to that – Rockville Rink One. Uh, not sure the time yet. Actually, looks like it's at 4:15. So tough to say. I mean, you got to think St. John's is going to win this, but Spalding. I kind of think their 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 only chances if Berkey can stand on his head and that that Spalding team can muck it up. But you know, I, I'm going to have to go with St. John's on that one. The second one, it's 50-50. It's a toss up. I think all these games are toss ups. To be honest, I mean. Looking at the next one, number three, Landon, 6-2-2 two two, versus number six, Bishop O'Connell. We won't break this one down because we're about to be joined by Coach Erickson from that Landon Bears team. Uh, that season head-to-head game, though, 4-4. Four to four. Uh, O'Connell tied it with about 20 seconds left, I believe it was, to tie the game, get a point, steal a point from Landon. And then lastly, Mount St. Joe is making the playoffs and a home ice Top seed number four, they're five three and two versus Dematha five four and one. This one again a total toss up. <laughs> I mean, it's the head to head. Mount St. Joe's won that one three to one. It was one of the very first games of the entire season. I think it was Dematha's second or third game of their thirty game slate they've played. Game two of their twenty nine game date to season. Um, that's a tough one. It's not like it's a true road test for Dematha because it's right there. It's in Laurel. They get their own locker room. So. It's a toss-up. I mean, last year, like you got, like we saw, it was the four lower teams, the four lower seats all beating the top four teams. Five, six, seven, and eight all went through last year. Zaka goes on to beat Spalding. They win the championship. Uh, it's going to be an exciting week. It's going to be a very exciting week. Mount St. Joe's just won the MIAA championship over Spalding. That was a 3-0 shutout win. Landon beats Georgetown Prep 5-0 to win the IAC title. And DeMatha beats Gonzaga to win the WCAC championship again and again and again. DeMathis seemingly keeps winning that tournament every year, but let's see if that success can translate now into this MAPHL playoff. Um, Like I said, we're about to be joined by Coach Erickson. He's going to break down the Bears season, talk a little bit about them, talk about their championship win, and see what they've got to do to make a run here at this MAPHL title. So with that being said, let's kick it over to him.
1: What a
0: shot! Alright guys, we now welcome on Coach Erickson from the Landon Bears IAC champs. Third seed in the MAPHL playoffs, so we'll start there. Coach, how you doing? How are things? How was the season?
2: Doing very well, thank you. Um, couldn't couldn't be prouder of the the group of kids that that I worked with this year. They're uh, you know terrific bunch and um, super happy to be entering the playoffs tomorrow.
0: For sure. So let's start with that IAC championship. It's kind of a route, surprisingly, with knowing how close that you and Georgetown Prep always play. It's a five nothing win. I mean, what what really worked for you guys in that game?
2: Boy, the the way our boys came out from the, the you know opening drop of the puck, they committed themselves to just really simple things. Um, they would get to the red line, they dump it in, and they would chase down. It was very old school type hockey, um, and they would chase down the defensemen. They were pounding them on the boards, causing turnovers, and you know one thing led to another. And you know, by the end of the first, we were up. Three nothing against a, a very talented Georgetown prep squad,
0: for sure. Yeah, and then roll to that five nothing victory, like we mentioned. So you guys coming into the playoffs um, starting today. It's, it's a three seed. It's a very tough matchup versus that number six O'Connell squad. You guys played just two weeks ago. Only one game head-to-head in the season. It was a 4-4 tie. They got, a, I think, a real late one on you right there to tie it. So kind it's of good. talk about that matchup. What are you guys expecting? Because, I mean, it's a team that's, like we said, it's fresh on the mind. You kind of – it wasn't a game back in October, you know, where you have to go back and watch videos. So kind of talk about – don't give up too many of your secrets. But kind of talk about your game plan coming in against this O'Connell team. Well,
2: we know they're tough, they're scrappy As you mentioned, they scored with, I think Just under 13 seconds left in the game To tie it, and it was You know, some terrific schoolboy hockey I mean, It was back and forth, we traded leads um, Both teams had power play goals And it was It was a really tough matchup And, you know, the, that that group doesn't quit And, you know, we are, uh, we're gonna have to Really be on top of our game In order to, you know, put in a good effort tomorrow
0: For sure, yeah <clears throat> I mean, Kind of talk about your regular season too, I mean, and what is going to, you know, kind of push you guys throughout this playoff uh, race. I mean, what what, part, what aspect of your team are you guys think you're going to have to really lean on? Is it your offensive scoring? Is it your shutdown defense? I mean, you got a guy in Will Lawrence who can seemingly score every time he gets the puck. But what is it you guys are really going to uh, kind of try to hone in on to make a deep run here?
2: That's you know that's a great question, and you know, I guess I'd refer back to what I mentioned a few minutes ago about keeping things simple. Um, you know, we we hit a tough stretch in the middle of the season after things were going our way. You know, from from the from the very beginning, you know, we hit a really difficult to the club, and then Georgetown Prep, both of them beat us. Those were our first two losses of the season, and then O'Connell tied us with you know as we said just about ten seconds to go. And I think we we learned a lot from that because things had been things had come really easily to our boys up until that, that stretch. And, you know, I think obviously it's better to lose those games in, you know, January right. than February. Right. And so I think, you know, it, it, was, it was tough. It was difficult. Um, the boys were very stressed out. It was, you know, not what they expected at all, but I feel pretty confident that they grew as a group from that. And what's been really, cool and interesting and neat to see is you know our we, we've got a a, a nice collection of, of seniors and to hear them being so supportive of their teammates um, during tough stretches I think has been the biggest improvement uh and, and by that I mean you know during that stretch when we would go down by a goal or two um th- there were times when you know players got irritable with each other right. and you know, the way we came out of that and got back on, you know, got back on track to, to me, it's it's largely due to the fact that our seniors stood up for their teammates and tried to support them when mistakes were made. Because mistakes are always going to be made right. by both. Sides. And, you know, knowing that your teammate has your back is an incredibly calming influence on you when, when you've just made an error, whether it's, you know, coughing the puck up in the middle of the ice or, you know, falling down and giving up a breakaway or whatever it is, something happens to all of us during games. And, you know, to see, you know, especially our, our tri captains to see them, you know, picking each other up, picking up our, our younger guys. Cause we've got a collection of sophomores. You mentioned, Will Lawrence, um, you know, there, there are a number of boys who are relatively young and, the fact that they were picked up by their by their older teammates was really important. I think that's what, what has really helped us in the last couple of weeks.
0: For sure. So correct me if I'm wrong real quick. I believe this is your only second year at Landon, right?
2: Uh, my or third f- year at Landon, second as the head coach. Gotcha.
0: So kind of talk about the difference between last year and this year i mean you guys kind of sneak in as that seven seed or the eight seed last year you get the one eight matchup you beat the math in round one and then fall to the eventual champs gonzaga what what has been the biggest difference this year i mean you guys are pretty much climbing back up as one of that one of those predominant powerhouses in the league which kind of landon has been known for since and then now Mm -hmm. you come in you're turning it around things are on the up and up what's what's been the biggest difference from last year to this year
2: well, you know, I mean, I'm i yeah, I'm from New England, so most of my career was spent, um, you know, in prep schools up and up and around there, and you know, I played for a legendary coach in college um, at Middlebury College, a guy named Bill Beanie, who really transformed, uh, you know, the, the the college hockey game, uh, and, and so my style is a hybrid of things I learned from him, things I learned from from other coaches with whom I've worked. Uh, Danny Donato built a, a powerhouse at Salisbury School up in New England. And he's done the same thing at Dexter School. Um, And that was the last place at which I taught and coached. And so last year, we had to implement systems that were, quite frankly, unfamiliar to the boys. Um, And so there was a tremendous learning curve. And, you know, they played their hearts out. They played, you know, 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 like you said, we lost to Gonzaga and we had a guy open with a second left and he just couldn't get a shot off, um, which had the potential to tie it. And this year coming in, We just, we had that base already laid down and it was a matter of just fine tuning certain things and adding, you know, another layer here and there. But to a man, the guys were, you know, we I think 17 or so of our guys were returners. And so they had that experience with the system that that I felt comfortable implementing. And to their credit, they've been able to add in things um, very, very easily now that they have that base. And that's really the big difference. I mean, I I loved our group last year and and really had a great deal of respect for, um, you know, like for instance, our captain, Jake Davidson, last year. And, you know, it was just this year a matter of coming back to a system with which they, they were familiar. I think that's the really the biggest, biggest difference.
0: For sure. Well, Coach, we don't want to take too much of your time. We really appreciate you coming on and best of luck this week. I'm sure uh, if all things go your way, you're hoping for a three-game week here in the MAPHL playoffs. So, Coach Erickson, we appreciate it, man.
2: Thank you so much. Thank you for your call. And um, I hope, you know, I hope you have an entertaining week covering all these games. <laughs> Oh, it's for to sure. Be
0: great for <laughs> sure. It's gonna be great hockey. So again, thanks again, Coach, and best of luck to the Landon Bears. Thank you so much. Right. You take, yeah. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.
1: Bark down. Off the bark bar down. Bar down. Off the bar and down.
0: What a shot! Thanks again to Coach Erickson for hopping on from the Landon Bears. Like we said, it's going to be an exciting week of MAPHL playoff hockey. You're going to have your quarterfinals today, your semifinals tomorrow, championship Friday. Who the hell knows who's going to make it? So with that being said, let's kick it over to the MSHL. Let's start there. Uh, we may or may not have an interview at the end of this. Uh, if you keep listening, you'll obviously figure out if we did or did not. So let's do... I posted the blog. Let's do a couple bracket predictions, shall we? Uh, first things first. Yeah, it's it's seeded 1 through 16. There's bracket 1. There's uh, bracket 2. The kind of thing that I, I like to structure now, obviously, it's you win your conference, you get in, and then you know, each conference gets a set number of teams that can make it. Do I agree the the power ranking perspective? No, because it's preset. It's before the teams or the bracket is even filled that, hey, if you're Southern number two, you automatically get the fourth spot in the playoffs, this, that, and the other. Um, I, th- I think what could help is obviously have these 16 teams make it and then power rank these 16 teams. And we'll kind of get into it why. Because, I mean, I mean just looking at bracket two, I don't think just because, you know, Marriott's Ridge got second in the, uh, you know, Howard Conference that they should be a seventh seed in the state knowing that they're one of the top, if not top team in the state. So uh, it is what it is. Uh, bracket one, Glenelg versus Thomas Wooten. One verse 16 first. Tough 116 matchup. Again, Wooten is a solid Montgomery Conference team. You know, they tied Churchill. They had a 7-5-2 and season, but I think Glenel coming off that Serio Cup win in the Howard Conference is going to uh, run through this one. Not run through it, but they'll, they'll pull out the victory in this one. So my pick is Glenel. Next, we got the 8-9 matchup. Bethesda-Chevy-Chase versus Easton. MSHL site is not allowing us to see the Eastern Conference regular season um results standings whatever it may be so we're going based off of assumption here i believe they finished 10 and 2 uh this is a very good game bethesda chevy chase uh, a solid montgomery team finished third in that conference um you don't know <laughs> it's a nine and four versus a 10 and two but i'd get you obviously give the skill level uh, a higher ranking towards that montgomery conference it's a tougher conference to play in so I'm going to pick Bethesda Chevy Chase in this one. Easton kind of faltered as the end of the year came around. Next one, Urbana versus Falston. Urbana, they just lost in that Monocacy Valley Conference Championship. Tough game versus Washington County. But solid season uh, overall. I think they're primed for a potentially deep run. Falston, a good 12th seed, though. I mean, I believe they are 10-2. They gave Easton their first loss of the year. Uh, but Folsom did lose in that first game of the Eastern Conference playoff. So not how you wanna be playing at this point of the season. It's it's a big thing. It's how's your team playing, how's how things going. I mean, if you're a good team all year and you lose a couple at the end of the year, it's who's to say it's gonna be a good playoff for you. So Give me your bond in that one. Next one, four, Northern versus number three, Walter Johnson. I think it's the same story as it is every year with the Southern Conference. And, you know, I we're, we're Southern Conference guys on this podcast. It's uh, We're Huntington guys. But it's these teams, I do I think Northern should be a four seed? Not entirely at all. They're 6-2-2. Two two. They tied some – I think they tied Central Maryland, maybe Charles County. Um, it's And they're playing a good Walter Johnson team from, again, the Montgomery – um conference there. That is a solid conference. So you're kind of thinking what the hell's gonna happen here? And I'm gonna tell you it's probably gonna be Walter Johnson again winning this game, upsetting the quote unquote number four team. Uh the Southern Conference powerhouses, man, that Southern Conference is a weak, weak, weak division outside of those top two teams. It's and those top two teams don't step out of their comfort zone. They don't go play prep teams. They don't play non league teams. It's you gotta battle test yourself. I mean we complain about it a lot of time on the pod. When we get back to talking about our stories, it's you know if you're not playing good teams all year and you're just blowing teams out ten nothing, and you finally get into a tough game, then what the hell are you gonna do when things start to not go your way? So, give me Walter Johnson in this one. So I've got Glenelg first, but Chevy Chase round two or Bana versus Walter Johnson on uh, round two on that side of the bracket going to the quarterfinals. Two very good matchups. I think that'll be good matchups. Going down the bracket, too, it's the defending champs, the 100-time defending champs, it feels like, Winston Churchill. They're taking on number 14, Athleton. 10-1 and 2, Churchill versus 7-3, Athleton. By no means, like we said, is this an easy first game for Churchill. It's a solid Howard team in Athleton, third in that division. But then again, it's Churchill we're talking about, seemingly dominant every year every year Uh, maybe not as much as years past because of that prep school non-league record they were kind of losing those games where at times you know you see them win a few but they're battle tested Uh, they've been there and they've done that time and time again i've got them going in this one easily and i got them going to the semifinals on this side of the bracket next up number six saverna park nine and three versus number eleven Frederick County, 7-4-1. So the 6-11 matchup here, again, we're unable to see the Eastern Conference regular season records. Uh, so Ferdinand Park, they just, they just rolled through that conference tournament and they won the title in that Eastern Conference. So, I mean, that's mojo. We just talked about it. You want mojo at the end of the year. Um, I think they'll roll this round one victory, um, but I'm thinking that's as far as they'll make it this year because obviously if they win this one, they're going to have to play the winner of Churchill, probably Churchill, and that's going to be a tough Second round matchup. Next one, number seven. As I mentioned, not too happy about Marriott's Ridge being ranked this low. It kind of puts them in a in a tough spot, to be honest. Uh, versus number 10, Honeytown. I mean, not saying this one's going to be tough. I think they're going to absolutely throttle Honeytown. Hate to say it to the alumni here, but uh, Marriott's Ridge, give me them. Give me the Stang Gang. They got Gavin Ross, arguably best goalie in the state. Give me them. And then the last one here, Washington County, 9-2-1 versus South River, 9-3-0. Washington County, another Say Valley Conference championship and have had a hell of a season. South River, good opponent. They might keep it close, but give me Washington County, so they'll move on and play the Stang Gang next.
1: Bart down. Off the bar. Bart, down. Off the bar and down. Off the bar and down. What a
0: shot. All right, guys. We now welcome on Glen Elk forward, Tommy Tracy. Tommy, what's going on, man? Nothing much. Well, welcome to the pod. Welcome to Chirping DMV, where we wanted to hit you up because you guys are coming in, Serio Cup champs, first seed overall in the state. So let's start there. Let's talk about that conference championship. Third time this season you've played Marriotts Ridge. You was a tie of the first game, lost in the second game, I believe, without your starting goalie. But uh, what happened in that championship game there that got you guys that three-two victory?
3: Um, that championship game, have been there the past two years. So me and the uh, fellows like. Played- our seniors have been there before, and our one sophomore has also been there before. Um seniors blown and the blown the lead after the third period, and we were down going to the third period, 2-1. So we, had, we knew we had a chance to come back, and especially with the intermission, we had a chance to rest. And we knew once we got sworn on the board and we got the crowd back in it that we could easily be backing that thing and go in that, go in that cup.
0: Yeah, two goals by you yourself there. So, kind of take us through take us through that. How did it feel? I mean, that place looked jumping obviously with the video. So, yeah, take us through the emotion of getting two goals and the game winner in that game.
3: Um, the first goal, I mean, I don't really remember. I was like, it out, but <laughs> I just remember it was just a loose fucking front and scramble, and I just put it uh, top right on Gavin, and I remember just going straight to the ridge crowd just because they were chirping me all game saying a lot of stuff that I probably can't say on here but yeah, yeah naturally yeah but that was I was loving all the attention from them, and once I got that first one I knew I, I was like in the zone I, I wasn't like too excited I wasn't too down anything like that so I knew cause my next shift that's when I got the game winner eventually um I went back out and I was just like I just need to get another one cause I knew I, I knew I had it in me too so I knew when on the game winner uh, my teammate Chris made a rush down the goal line, two round of net, and put a shot on the net, and he didn't get it off to the net. But I caught it before it got to the net, and Gavin was a little out of position, so I just put it back in, right slide, right through the creases and the net and again i went straight back to the ridge fans
0: yeah i was about to say you made sure to sell you right in front of all them. <laughs> yeah
3: yeah they they weren't too uh, loud after that that goal that is so. what it
0: is i mean a potential uh, a potential fourth meeting um could come up in the next two weeks so let's talk about that you guys first seed in the state first game is a tough one um you're playing wooten it's a montgomery conference team it's uh you know 16 teams make the playoffs the rankings are it's, the power rankings are kind of weird because I think they predetermine who's going to be in what spot. But I mean, it's a Wooten team that, you know, Ty Churchill won some big games in that Montgomery Conference. So, no easy task for you guys being the first seed. Have you guys looked much into them? Have you watched them film? Uh, what are you guys thinking about this game? What's it going to take to win? Um,
3: oh, um, well, we, we all know that they're going to run up in states last year. And we all know that they're going to be a really good team to play, especially first round and we know like we're coming into this game as like a, with an underdog mindset because in the past two years we've been in the higher seed and lost um both first round games especially freshman year when we were the two seed and lost to the 15 seed oakdale and then went on a run to state finals right. so we're kind com- of like since we know that they're a montgomery county team we know that just because they're ranked four doesn't mean that they're like a four seed howard like they'll find like a mount Hebron or Athleton. And that they're a legit state contender, in my opinion. So, we you know, and we also know that their goalie is pretty big and pretty good. So And they got a ten them too. So, they can throw either one at you and still get a win out of it, both of them.
0: For sure. So, what do you think uh, is going to be the biggest thing for you guys? What is it? What's kind of the bread and butter of your team? Is, is it your offense? I mean, you're sitting there with 36 points. I think you got Carson Stickley there with 29. Uh, Chris Bernard with 24. I mean, you guys are kind of a power trio there. So, before I want you to talk about those two, kind of what's the bread and butter for your team? Is it going to be the offense that carries you, the defense, your goaltending? What is it? I
3: would say it's our goaltending and our defense because I think the most goals that we've given up in the game this year, correct me if I'm wrong, is three. Mm-hmm. And um, that was to Oakdale and Urbana. Or no, four against Mary Ridge, but we had the stepping goals. Right, so right, right. I would say the three against Oakdale and Urbana. But, um, I mean, Blake is our goalie, and he's playing lights out. Like, he can, he ha- in my opinion, he can play the best goal in the state. And in that cup championship game, first period, first couple of shots, like I would say the crowd goes into his mind. But then once he settled in, he was lights out. He made some really big saves for us. And we have our two senior captains on D, David and Noah, who have been just our like, staple for past three years when I've been here. And they're getting pucks out, getting shots in that when they're on in the offensive zone, producing when they can. David was like has been scoring a lot, getting a lot of assists, getting pucks in the net, getting rebounds. So, and unexpectedly, we have who's Alex just made a just made a who's in the cup game. He also played lights out, shutting down like their first line of uh Ridges' first line of Ben Jackson and Sean Jones, and. Coming into that game, I'm pretty sure they scored four goals against us in the last game, and it was Alex and Noah who were on defense against them. They didn't get one goal the whole game, and I I would say it's largely in part to like our whole D core and Blake. So
0: for sure, and then like I said, kind of talk about those two guys with Stickley and Barnard putting up all those points right there alongside you. Are you guys on the same line together? You kind of spread it out, or what's the deal there?
3: Um, I they are on the same line, and I'm on my own line but they have, like, the chemistry like no other. I mean, they don't, like, they played club together a while ago, but, I mean, like, if you watch a game with them, it doesn't look like – it looks like they're playing club their whole lives together. So, I mean, some of the passes that they make with each other, unbelievable, Carson to Chris, Chris to Carson, either way, and they both can finish, and, I, like, and they both got unbelievable shots, and I don't know how sometimes they get some of those off, but they find a way to put the puck in the back of the net, and – I mean, anyway, wake counts,
0: so. For sure. So last thing we'll have you leave us with, obviously you said you guys are kind of coming in there with the underdog mentality. Kind of take us through the team. How are you guys feeling? I mean, what's it really going to take to win this whole thing? I mean, obviously state championship, it's a big deal. Like you said, the past couple of years, you guys have been right up there, a top three team in the state and just found yourselves out of this tournament early. Is it? Is it some lessons you've learned from those previous losses? or I mean, what's what's kind of the game plan? What's the attack here besides the underdog mentality?
3: Um, I would say, like, in past years, we've been, like, looking too far forward. and um, Like, seeing, like, who on our side of the bracket is and seeing, like, who like, we match up, against, like, best against. And, like, last year, I know, like, with our first round game against Churchill, like, we were, like, looking forward to see, like, because I'm pretty sure we played Ridge next. Right. And we're just, like, looking far forward. But this year, we're just taking one game at a time and just going step-by-step, play-by-play, shift-by-shift. And I think that's going to be our, like, biggest asset, whereas, like, I guess, like, Wooten, they're probably looking a little past us, even though they're a four seed. You know? So they're for just waiting for their next game.
0: For sure. Well, Tommy, we appreciate you coming on, and uh, best of luck to you and the Glenelg team as you guys push for that state championship this year. All right. Thank you. All right. Have a good one, my man. You too.
1: Bark down. Off the bar. Bar down. Off bar and down. Off the bar and down.
0: C.S.H.L. Hockey, we're off to the second round this week. Looks like everything is going down Friday night. Um, so first up, T.C. Williams, Woodbridge. How do we get here? Well, number eight, Woodbridge. They take out W.T. Woodson 5-2 to two, uh, last Wednesday. Next game up, we've got West Potomac, who... 162 versus Robinson. They'll take on the winner of Forest Park, Centerville. Uh, that game's going down tomorrow. That's going to be a 5 versus either 4 or 13 matchup. Um, so, looking at the top side of this bracket, you got T.C. Williams, undefeated team, taking on Woodbridge. You got to assume T.C. Williams is going to take that one, handle it, head to the semifinals. The next one, kind of a toss up. I mean, it's a 5 4 matchup. It's West Poe, it's Forest Park. Um, you don't know what you're going to get out of that. Next, we got Washington Liberty. They absolutely pounded. Uh, number 14, South County, 12-3 to in the first round. Um, they'll be taking on West Springfield, who also coming off a massive win. They beat George Mason 11-1. Uh, so let's take a look at this Washington Washington Liberty-South County game. If we can, we got any stats? Yes, we do. So Washington Liberty skaters, Harry Eichler, a goal and an assist for two points. Will Jameson, same, one and one. Kyle Wilson, three goals, one assist. That's four points. Ethan uh, Boygan. One point or one goal, two assists, three points. Three and one for Alex Bojichev. That's a four-point night for him as well. Looks like everybody was on the board for this Washington Liberty team. Harry Burmeister, one goal, four assists, five-point night. Chris Hillbrand, that's a five-apple night for him. Five apples, five points. So, yeah, Washington Liberty, as expected, they cruised. Um, and then, like we said, West Springfield, they took on George Mason. That's an 11-to-1 win. We got any stats? Nope. Unfortunately, we don't as we check the computer here. Um, down at the bottom. So it's Bishop Ireton versus Lake Braddock. It's the number two seated Lake Braddock team. They had a bye week. Bishop Ireton they beat a pretty good Colgan squad. It was a five to one win. Bishop Ireton had a had a hell of a week. You know they beat Colgan five to one. Uh, they beat Riken in the WCAC. So means they go to their first ever WCAC Metro Division Championship and they get a win. They beat Good Counsel, uh, WCAC Metro champs. Good for them. So they'll be riding some mojo in against Lake Braddock, which could be an interesting game. You know, that's right there at the St. James. It could be an upset in the making. You never know. But what I'm looking at here is probably a TC Williams West Potomac semifinal. On one side, Washington Liberty. You got to say Lake Braddock because of the higher seed. But like I said, Bishop Ireton—they've got the mojo right now. They're rolling. They're buzzing. They're wheeling. You name it. Um, Washington Liberty versus either one of those teams. So we could be on a collision course for that rematch. TC Williams. Uh, Washington Liberty and there's your CH- CSHL Roundup. Those games all going down Friday night. Semifinals, not till next Wednesday and Monday, but yes, a full Friday night four-game slate here to defi- decide the final four teams in the CSHL.
1: Down. Off the bar and down. What
0: a shot. A little college hockey for you. It is that time of the year again here uh, in the DMV. The 2020, the 43rd overall Crab Pot Tournament here in Annapolis. Um, Local teams this year, we talk about in the interview here uh, coming up. Uh, It's going to be Maryland. It's going to be Stevenson. It's Towson. And it's obviously the host, Navy Hockey Guys. We have uh, Captain Derek Golanbrowski on uh, from Navy Hockey. He talks about the history of the tournament. Um, They won it for his first time last year in that shootout over... The Rhode Island Rams there, uh, great tournament overall. It had West Virginia, it had Rhode Island, it had Towson, it had Navy, but this year it's an all-four Maryland team, so it's definitely going to, I think, up the atmosphere there. So without further ado, let's throw it over to Derek and get an eye on Crab Pot.
1: Bark down. Off the bar. Bart down. Off the bar and down. Off the bar and down. What a
0: shot. All right, guys, we now welcome on the captain of the Navy hockey team, D1 Derek Golombrowski. What's going on, man? Not much. Glad to be here. Good. So, big weekend coming up. So, before we get into that, let's just kind of talk about the season real quick. How how did things go? I mean, it looks like you guys finished, what, 15-7-4. Uh, is the season over? I mean, kind of take us through the season, I believe, you're senior captain here. So, how was the last year?
4: Yeah, it's it's been a pretty good year. You know, some ups, some downs, but um, definitely a, a lot of big wins. Um, some some crazy games we've been involved in. um thinking back real close, kind of overtime games. Um I had a lot of guys step up this season who kind of you know, who knew they had the potential but didn't kind of expect to step up the way they did. So it's been awesome, been some great chemistry in the locker room too. Just been great.
0: Perfect, you love to see it. So kinda is is there conference playoffs left, um or is this crap pot the last thing you guys got for the season?
4: Right, we have crab pot and then conference playoffs
0: uh, two weeks after, I believe. Gotcha. So uh, let's start with conference playoffs, and then we'll finish everything with everything that goes into crab pot. Um, what's what are the, what's the thought process coming into conference playoffs this year? Um, I believe you guys maybe won a game or two last year, but what's what's the thought? Because I believe you have, you have to win conference to uh, get to national tournament.
4: So the I winner from the season – uh, just by points goes right. to the nationals okay so the conference playoffs is just kind of like a kind of gotcha, right gotcha, within gotcha. The, conference. the the winner doesn't doesn't necessarily mean that teams going to nationals uh, but for us we we don't look at it any different that's kind of our last last chance to to prove that uh we're kind of try to be the big dog in the conference and and win out there so so that's that's our mindset going into the conference playoffs but
0: yeah I mean it's kind of I mean national trip on the line or not it's it's a conference championship it's a trophy it's you know the, like you said the bragging rights and all that so the last trophy we're going to talk about here Crab Pot. it's the big tournament every year uh, I believe it's the 43rd annual this year it's you guys Towson, Maryland, Stevenson kind of take us through a little bit of the history of the Crab Pot, what it, what it's all about for people that may not know and then kind of preview you know this year's field because I know it's it's changing it changes every year correct?
1: Oh
4: uh, yeah, yeah. Um, we will usually have, I think, I think every year I played in it, Towson's been in it, but every, every year we'll kind of grab one or two different teams. Last year we had Rhode Island involved, which was awesome. Uh, but yeah, crap. pod. No, it's, it's just a, uh, honestly, in my opinion, it's a chance to really kind of grow the game in Maryland. Um, big maryland theme obviously crab pot tournament with the crab pot right tro- trophy being a literal a, a literal crab pot, which is pretty cool um but yeah for us it's it's a little bit different it's it's there's a different feel going into that tournament than any other game uh kind of in our season it's always pretty intense uh get some big crowds out uh history goes way back we had um the superintendent of the academy my first three years here he was um he was a hockey player when he was a midshipman, oh, so nice. a lot long time ago. What back when they still played in Dahlgren Hall here at the academy, and he would pretty much anytime he would come talk to the team, the crap pot would get brought up. So just a lot of history,
0: history there. Yeah, yeah that Dalgren Hall rink was awesome. <laughs> but um, so yeah, looking at the field this year, it's you guys. It's uh, well, you guys won it last year, I believe. You beat Rhode Island in that shootout, right? Yes, we did. Gotcha. How many times have you got? Have you won it over the past three years that you've been there?
4: That was that was my first. That one. was your first one. Awesome. So yeah. yeah,
0: big, big, like you said, big to help grow the game in Maryland. It's good to get the local teams involved, and it's also fun to kind of get some random, kind of weird teams. But this year, it's looking like oh, you know, all four local teams, which should probably make for maybe some of the biggest turnouts uh, that you've ever seen there. I would imagine because, like you said, last year it was Rhode Island and I think West Virginia. So I mean, yeah, what's what's the crowd like? What's the atmosphere like there? Or are, are you assuming it'll be with four local Maryland teams? Yeah, no, I
4: think I think it'll be pretty big. You know, um, anytime we can keep it within Maryland, it's pretty cool, and uh, get a lot of you know parents, family from uh, from people coming out. Um, and then obviously our our fans are awesome. Just the people in Annapolis, and then right. the, the midshipmen make the trip over to Brigade Sports Complex every complex, excuse me, every weekend um, for us. Which is awesome. It's also our senior night, Friday night, so kind of all the seniors will have their families in town. Yeah, just which is double awesome up too. on all the
0: festivities. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, sounds good. I mean, I appreciate you t- hopping on, talking some crab pot. Um, wish you guys the best of luck and not only crab pot, but uh, for sure in the conference tournament here coming up.
4: Thank you. Appreciate it. All
0: right, Derek. Appreciate it. Yep. Yeah.
1: Bark down. Off the bar. Down. Bark down. Off the bar and down. Off the bar and down.
0: Alright guys, last thing we want to end the show here with is a charity game and a tournament coming up so we'll start with this, the charity game guys, play for a purpose, it's powered by the St. James, taking place March 21st 2020, 2pm 2 at the St. James, it's staffed by volunteers includes raffles, a silent auction um, there's a charity game, obviously the main game, I'll be in it, how are you? come see me, um, ice hockey game it features local celebrities, local coaches it's a post game acoustic performance by Chris Number no. 2 of Anti-Flag, jerseys worn at this event Will be auctioned off to further raise funds. There's mid-game scrimmages by local youth hockey teams. I mean, it's a it's it's an op- excellent opportunity to come out, support a local call, support players against hate, and just enjoy a good hockey team. I mean, you're going to get Chris Barker um, from the band. Sp- Anti flag. got Haley Skarupa, Olympic gold medals. Ever heard of her? I think so. Uh, Ali Rogan, she's an award winning PBS News, our foreign affairs reporter. Myself, William Douglas, the staff writer, founder of Color of Hockey. Local coaches, you know, Brian King, Marquise Cotton, uh, Dante Abercrombie, I- the guy who's running the whole thing, John Larson, you know, USA Warrior hockey player there. He hosts the Maryland Frozen Classic charity hockey game that benefits those U.S. Warriors every year. And like we mentioned, a couple local coaches. We got a chef in here. We got Chris R. Barron, conservative, conservative strategist, president of the Right Turn Strategies, and was previously the co-founder of Go Proud. Okay, perfect. Uh, Donnie Shaw, I mean... Silas Watkins, Taylor Handleton, a bunch of local, you know, influencers in terms of the hockey community. So, guys, go out there. It's $10 for a ticket. You get an acoustic performance from Chris uh, from the anti-flag band. It's $10. It goes to a great cause. The The jerseys are awesome. The jerseys are excellent. I think I'm on the red team. So, that's the team that's probably going to win. Um, and then lastly here, let's talk about this Chesapeake Bay Adult Hockey Tournament where we've been kind of... Teetering the idea of doing a chirping DMV team. Uh, If you're interested, DM us. So what we would do is, we would take the tournament calls. You know, we will try to get 15 players. We'll take the tournament calls, see how much it'd be per player. And we'll raise that cost for our team obviously because we'll include a jersey so we'll choose whether the blue jersey chirping jersey that you can see on our instagram or the white chirping jersey you can see on our instagram so i mean the one-time fee would cost to play in a tournament and for a jersey that you can obviously keep um so if you're interested in it shoot us a dm shoot us a message uh, if you'd want to play it's sponsored by the gardens ice house the green turtle heineken there's free beer um, let's see I'm reading the rules here exclusive green turtle gift cards, drink specials, uh, green turtle patio games, live music, a DJ, complimentary lunch, alcoholic beverages. I mean, let's go get fucked up. Let's win a tournament as a chirping DMV squad and let's go from there. So if you're interested, shoot us a DM and let us know. See ya. And that should be it. I mean, that's your local puck talk. We're doing that first today, Tuesday, because it's playoff time in the DMV with high school. And then Thursday, you'll get your caps episode. So for that, we'll see you Thursday.